Okay, folks, just a quick <laughs> quick update. Something very, very bizarre has happened. Um, I seem to be uh, live with another show, which is a repeat show, actually on... Um, stop that. Actually on uh, Facebook. So uh, it may be a little bit confusing to, confusing to everybody out there, but I'm not too sure what's happened. There's a scheduled show that's running um and uh yeah it's doing its thing on facebook in fact it was doing its thing actually on youtube as well so um i don't know how i've been able to do this but uh anyway as always let's start the show and um yeah well a very great morning to everybody out there welcome to another edition of the breakfast show uh alongside me uh, dj val and of course uh the other guy mr alistair v slightly uh slightly altered uh show today but i've got to give props uh going out there to my bishop bishop john anthony francis and of course my co-pastor co-pastor penny francis they are indeed the visionaries and founders of rag city church so uh, even though we have started a little bit later than normal i'm going to jump straight into the uh, music because uh, that's what we need to do uh if you know there's anybody else there that's watching and uh they're watching two shows at once i don't know how i've been able to do this but uh <laughs> this might work to my advantage a little bit later on but as you know it's a sunday saturday morning uh, we always start off with uh worship worship is uh, how we do our as we ease ourselves into our our saturday and uh gonna put the worship window on sit back relax uh, bible reading uh, everything will be a little bit later but we will finish on time guaranteed okay Fighting battles we can't win With swords we can't lift And armor that don't fit Some of us have been running ourselves tired Running races too long Our feet aren't that strong And I hear the Lord say Surrender 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 You won't lose Cause I'm fighting I'm fighting for you. Is there any more that needs to bow a knee? Come right now. And surrender. 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 won't lose cause I'm fighting I'm fighting I'm fighting for you all you have to do is surrender 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 
you won't lose Cause the Lord is fighting, yeah He's fighting, yeah He's fighting for you So just lift up your hands and surrender And I promise you won't lose For the Lord is fighting He's fighting He's fighting For you So Jesus I surrender I surrender I surrender Mistakenly see ourselves as David When really we are The sheep that were unaware That a bear was even near strength
This is Cheval Franklin from Kingston, Jamaica, and it's time for worship with DJ Val on the Soul Food Gospel Show.
My name's Alicia Ross, and I just love listening to DJ Val on the Soul Food Show right now. Please don't touch that dial. Surely he will deliver me when the storms of life are raging. He will calm the stormy seas and bring comfort to my soul. The sun shall not harm me by day, nor the moon by night. So I'll be still because I know Jehovah is God. So I.
I don't need a thing. You've bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from. True to your words, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. Even when the way goes through Death Valley, I'm not afraid. When you walk at my side, your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. He makes me light down. I'm by the still waters, oh, he restores my soul. I shall not worry. I 
gotta say, I absolutely love that one there by our dear friend Rachel McFarlane. That is her version, her take on Amazing Grace. I think somewhere in there I played that uh, brand new track by Jante as well. I will trust featuring the vocals of Alicia Warren. Very good morning to everybody who's joined us. Welcome indeed to The Breakfast Show. Alice V will be joining us very, very soon. But it is time for us to get into our Bible reading. And uh, those of you who are, uh, who are regular followers will know that it's slightly later. Slightly later than advertised. Uh, we're having a lot of fun, actually. There's a different party going on on Facebook. And uh, people have joined in and they're all dancing away there early in the morning, which is making me wonder whether or not we can get away with a bit more of an upbeat show on Saturday morning. But anyway, let's move straight into our Bible reading. We do have Poetically Speaking coming in about oh, 40 minutes or so. But our Bible reading is taken from the uh, book of Samuel, 1 Samuel 21 to 1 Samuel 23. Got about 10 minutes of Bible reading and then we will be right back to the worship. Why is no one with you? David answered Ahimelech the priest. The king sent me on a mission and said to me, No one is to know anything about the mission I'm sending you on. As for my men, I have told them to meet me at a certain place. Now then, what do you have on hand? Give me five loaves of bread or whatever you can find. But the priest answered David, I don't have any ordinary bread on hand. However, there is some consecrated bread here. Provided the men have kept themselves from women. David replied, Indeed, women have been kept from us, as usual whenever I set out. The men's bodies are holy even on missions that are not holy. How much more so today? So the priest gave him the consecrated bread, since there was no bread there except the bread of the presence that had been removed from before the Lord and replaced by hot bread on the day it was taken away. Now one of Saul's servants was there that day, Detained before the Lord, he was Doeg, the Edomite, Saul's chief shepherd. David asked Ahimelech, Don't you have a spear or a sword here? I haven't brought my sword or any other weapon because the king's mission was urgent. The priest replied, The sword of Goliath the Philistine whom you killed in the valley of Elah is here. It is wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. If you want it, take it. There is no sword here but that one. David said, There is none like it. Give it to me. That day... David fled from Saul and went to Achish, king of Gath. But the servants of Achish said to him, Isn't this David, the king of the land? Isn't he the one they sing about in their dances? Saul has slain his thousands, and David his tens of thousands. David took these words to heart and was very much afraid of Achish, king of Gath. So he pretended to be insane in their presence, and while he was in their hands, he acted like a madman, making marks on the doors of the gate and letting saliva run down his beard. Achish said to his servants, Look at the man. He is insane. 
Why bring him to me? Am I so short of madmen that you have to bring this fellow here to carry on like this in front of me? Must this and man come to the into cave my of Adullam. When his brothers and his father's household heard about it, they went down to him there. All those who were in distress or in debt or discontented gathered around him, and he became their commander. About 400 men were with him. From there, David went to Mizpah in Moab and said to the king of Moab, Would you let my father and mother come and stay with you until I learn what God will do for me? So he left them with the king of Moab, and they stayed with him as long as David was in the stronghold. But the prophet Gad said to David, Do not stay in the stronghold. Go into the land of Judah. So David left and went to the forest of Hereth. Now Saul heard that David and his men had been discovered, and Saul was seated, spear in hand, under the tamarisk tree on the hill at Gibeah, with all his officials standing at his side. He said to them, Listen, men of Benjamin, will the son of Jesse give all of you fields and vineyards? Will he make all of you commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds? Is that why you have all conspired against me? No one tells me when my son makes a covenant with the son of Jesse. None of you is concerned about me or tells me that my son has incited my servant to lie in wait for me as he does today. But Doeg the Edomite, who was standing with Saul's officials, said, I saw the son of Jesse come to Ahimelech, son of Ahitub, at Nob. Ahimelech inquired of the Lord for him. He also gave him provisions and the sword of Goliath, the Philistine. Then the king sent for the priest Ahimelech, son of Ahitab, and all the men of his family, who were the priests at Nob, and they all came to the king. Saul said, Listen now, son of Ahitab. Yes, my lord. He answered. Saul said to him, Why have you conspired against me, you and the son of Jesse, giving him bread and a sword and inquiring of God for him so that he has rebelled against me and lies in wait for me as he does today? Ahimelech answered the king, Who of all your servants is as loyal as David, the king's son-in-law, captain of your bodyguard and highly respected in your household? Was that day the first time I inquired of God for him? Of course not. Let not the king accuse your servant or any of his father's family, for your servant knows nothing at all about this whole affair. But the king said, You will surely die, Ahimelech, you and your whole family. Then the king ordered the guards at his side, Turn and kill the priests of the Lord, because they too have sided with David. They knew he was fleeing, yet they did not tell but the king's officials were unwilling to raise a hand to strike the priests of the Lord. The king then ordered Doeg, You turn and strike down the priests. So Doeg the Edomite turned and struck them down. That day he killed 85 men who wore the linen ephod. He also put to the sword Nah, the town of the priests, with its men and women, its children and infants, and its cattle, donkeys, and sheep. But one son of Ahimelech, son of Ahitab, named Abiathar, escaped and fled to join David. He told David that Saul had killed the priests of the Lord. Then David said to Abiathar, That day when Doeg the Edomite was there, I knew he would be sure to tell Saul, I am responsible for the death of your whole family. 
Stay with me. Don't be afraid. The man who wants to take your life is trying to kill me too. Look, the Philistines are fighting against Keilah and are looting the threshing floors. He inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go and attack these Philistines? The Lord answered him, Go, attack the Philistines and save Keilah. But David's men said to him, Here in Judah we are afraid. How much more than if we go to Keilah against the Philistine forces? Once again David inquired of the Lord, and the Lord answered him, Go down to Keilah, for I am going to give the Philistines into your hand. So David and his men went to Keilah, fought the Philistines, and carried off their livestock. He inflicted heavy losses on the Philistines and saved the people of Keilah. Now Abiathar, son of Ahimelech, had brought the ephod down with him when he fled to David at Keilah. Saul was told that David had gone to Keilah, and he said, <laughs> God has delivered him into my hands, for David has imprisoned himself by entering a town with gates and bars. And Saul called up all his forces for battle to go down to Keilah to besiege David and his men. When David learned that Saul was plotting against him, he said to Abiathar the priest, Bring the ephod, David said, Lord God of Israel, your servant has heard definitely that Saul plans to come to Keilah and destroy the town on account of me. Will the citizens of Keilah surrender me to him? Will Saul come down as your servant has heard? Lord, God of Israel, tell your servant. And the Lord said, He will. Again David asked, Will the citizens of Keilah surrender me and my men to Saul? And the Lord said, They will. So David and his men, about six hundred in number, left Keilah and kept moving from place to place. When Saul was told that David had escaped from Keilah, he did not go there. David stayed in the wilderness strongholds and in the hills of the desert of Ziph. Day after day Saul searched for him, but God did not give David into his hands. While David was at Horish in the desert of Ziph, he learned that Saul had come out to take his life. And Saul's son, Jonathan, went to David at Horish and helped him find strength in God. Don't be afraid, he said. My father Saul will not lay a hand on you. You will be king over Israel, and I will be second to you. Even my father Saul knows this. The two of them made a covenant before the Lord. Then Jonathan went home, but David remained at Horish. The Ziphites went up to Saul at Gibeah and said, Is not David hiding among us in the strongholds at Horish on the hill of Hakilah south of Jeshimon? Now, your majesty, come down whenever it pleases you to do so, and we will be responsible for giving him into your hands. Saul replied, The Lord bless you for your concern for me. Go and get more information. Find out where David usually goes and who has seen him there. They tell me he is very crafty. Find out about all the hiding places he uses and come back to me with definite information. Then I will go with you. If he is in the area, I will track him down among all the clans of Judah. So they set out and went to Ziph ahead of Saul. Now David and his men were in the desert of Maon in the Arabah south of Jeshimon. Saul and his men began the search, and when David was told about it, he went down to the rock and stayed in the desert of Maon. 
When Saul heard this, he went into the desert of Maon in pursuit of David. Saul was going along one side of the mountain, and David and his men were on the other side, hurrying to get away from Saul. As Saul and his forces were closing in on David and his men to capture them, a messenger came to Saul, saying, Come quickly! The Philistines are raiding the land! Then Saul broke off his pursuit of David and went to meet the Philistines. That is why they called this place Selah Hamalakoth. And David went up from there and lived in the strongholds of Engel. Inspired by The Bible Experience Thank you. 
So as we come back from uh, the record of the week, I absolutely love that record of the week. Video is great. Track, in my opinion, is just a little bit too small, but, uh, a little bit too short. But uh, let's get back to the worship. Somewhere in about the next ooh, uh, 30 minutes or so, we shall... Uh, Shall play the poetically speaking, I think. We got a nice poetically speaking. Provided by Elder Jessica, as always. We're gonna do this one, uh, The Good Father. Stories of what they think you're like. 
you 
Hey, this is Cheval Franklin from Kingston, Jamaica, and it's time for worship with DJ Val on the Soul Food Gospel Show. We've heard your promise. You've brought us near. Hearts on your presence. We know you're here. So we
This is Lorraine Clark McGee, and you're listening to DJ Val on the Soul Food Show. Like a flowing stream that gives me life, Lord, you won't run dry. Oh, no, you won't. Like a mystery, you keep on revealing yourself. I'm humbled, I can see your wonder, can feel your fullness. My mind can never fathom everything that you show me. But I see your wonder, can taste of your fullness. I've realized that in Jesus, I found the perfect love. Yes, I found the perfect love I found the perfect love And I pray that I stay by your side Cause the world will try to take my mind Don't wanna lose my more of you, my God. Mm. Lord, I don't want to lose my wonder. I want to feel your fullness. My mind could never fathom everything that you show me. But I see your wonder can taste of your fullness. Yes, I've realized that in Jesus I found the perfect love. track there by called out music uh, gotta give a shout going out there to a lady avril hall really great to have you back on the stream thank you for your contributions man for those that don't know the uh, stand uh, acronym that's done is only completed by her so uh when she's not around it stays the same so those out uh, those of you out there would have noticed it suddenly changed mid-flow thank you so much indeed it is time for our Bible, uh, so no, I keep saying that, not Bible reading, sorry. We're going to go into our Poetically Speaking. Let me see if I can get that up, yep. Is eternity right here with you?
Welcome to Poetically Speaking, bringing you thought-provoking and inspirational poetry with your host, Jessica Mead. Our lives are shaped by those that love us, and our lives are shaped by those that refuse to love us. The sweetest music that reaches to the highest heaven is the beating of two hearts that truly love each other. To love abundantly is to live abundantly. And to love forever is to live forever. How do we begin to comprehend something so great and mighty? A love that we don't even have to work for. A love that's pure. A love that's sure. A love that cures loneliness and depression. Can heal every wound in our souls along with abandonment and rejection. A love that pours out but never runs out. God's love will never see a recession. It's such a blessing to be loved by a God that loved us before we knew we needed his love that touched us before we knew we needed his touch, that hugged us before we knew we needed his hug. Oh, to be comforted by a God that not only loves, but is the very nature and essence of it. A God that would send his one and only son while we were unlovable sinners, and then we still run from it. But our game of hide and seek is no match for a God that refuses to allow anything to get in the way of his love. Death or life can't block it. Angels nor rulers can stop it. Things present nor things to come can't halt it. No type of power can break it. No height nor depth can shake it. Nothing in all creation will make it because absolutely nothing will be able to separate us from the agape love that comes from our Father. There's no conditions, no restrictions, no hidden agenda. There's nothing missing. There's nothing like it. There's nothing better. A constant flow of his love, a never-ending love letter. It fills you up. It heals you within. There's no comparison. We can't liken it to the love that comes from men because God's love is patient. His love is kind, timeless, yet always on time. Unconditional, multidimensional. His love is authentic. His love is the original. It's refreshing, rest in it. It's life changing, live in it. And it's personal, a gift, especially for you. Oh, when I think of your goodness towards me, it encourages me because I know I'm, I'm just so unworthy. Yes, I know I have the righteousness of Christ in me. And yes, I know his blood ransomed me. Yes, I know his death redeemed me and I know his blood washed me, and I know he paid the price for me, yet my flesh so disappoints me. My thoughts at times betray me, and my actions at times they slay me. Oh, and this tongue of mine can be deadly. I fall so short of where I want to be, yet perpetually. You forgive me, you protect me, you promote me, and I feel your love surround and abound in me. Even when you chastise me, it's a love I find so hard to comprehend. For a person's love may yield to the carnality inside of them. Oh, when I think of your goodness, 
I cannot hold back the tears. I cannot delay the prayers. The praises must resound. I must your back. I must make a sound. For it's not those times when I sumptuously dine in your word or when my faith is at its peak. Oh, it's how you love me when I'm weak. When your goodness sweeps me off my feet. When people judge and condemn me, ostracize and criticize me. But Yeshua, you befriend me. Your fire burns away every trace of fear. Your Holy Spirit brings me to a place where no flesh, no emotional mess can go. And in that beautiful place, Father God, I grow. And I know that your fountain flows, that your grace is sufficient, that your mercy makes all the difference. Oh, here's where there's nothing that's deficient. Just glory, just amazing light, too bright for my natural sight. It's a place where the norm is unpredictable, except that here love never changes its mind. It is consistently kind. No, it's not just a sounding brass or tinkling cymbal. It's simple in its desire to raise holiness higher. Oh, when I think of your goodness, boastfulness must step aside. No seating for arrogance and pride. Oh, when I think of your goodness, I can't hold it in. I just want to dance. I just want to sing for no greater love have I ever known. No greater love have I ever been shown. It is such a gift that lifts me to a realm of tranquility, a place of confidence, of hope, a place of peace, a place of rest. And when I'm there, I know it's where you are at your very best. Almighty God, all I want to do is surrender to you. Oh, when I think of your goodness. brain automatically defaults to roses. Old couples. My beautiful fiance, whom I'm soon to marry. Fat drooling babies that salivate at the sight of their fists. Cause I love kids and night skies and stars that sparkle over the sparks that fly like the 4th of July from innocent teenage chemistry. February 15th. Because the 14th is just capitalism, and since love is patient, one should be able to wait until the next day when all the Valentine's gifts go on sale. Okay, that may be a bit much, but usually when I ponder love, my mind instantly computes the happy, blissful euphoria produced by oxytocin. And maybe that's just a way of me disengaging from the hurtful, heartfelt reality that sometimes love hurts. Like harsh words impaling through your soul as invisible Excaliburs of vernacular that can't be removed. Sticks and stones worded to break your spirit. It hurts like love reciprocating hatred, rejection, envy, pride, abandonment, and, and abuse, which oftentimes may produce fear, which may shed light on the dark truth of why we hurt those who love us and hate those who hurt us. So initially, it's more to love. And we can infer that it's more than happiness. 
So here's a penny for your thoughts, and I hope this makes sense. Since love can't be bought, it's definitely not money because there's no fruit that can be produced from the love of it, the root to all evil. But it has to be more than that leftover dusty ashtray change we give to homeless people for our convenience. Because subconsciously, most fear inhabiting the house of poverty, which is why most are so busy grinding their fingers to the bone, climbing the ladder of success only to reach the bottom of the totem pole of this Rumpelstiltskin wolf ticket we call the American dream. So obviously... It is more than our selfish and deceitfully wicked hearts that offer heartache and desire immeasurable things that flutters as it beats, beats, beats the life out of someone. See, that's what our hearts do. They destroy. Like in Genesis, God gave Adam and Eve the world. Yet Satan used their flesh to give him reasons to give us hell. And even in that instance, he gave his son, Jesus. A man, undesirable in appearance, yet Lord of all in servant form, one who knew no sin, and before he would introduce himself, his pores cried crimson tears of distress. He sweated blood to resist temptation because he knew his blood would be shed on that cross, yet he still willed that his father's will be done. Could you imagine? How he broke bread with betrayal. This is my body, broken, take ye eat. This is my blood, take ye drink. And as long as you do this, do in remembrance of me. And this, before that kiss of death that led him down the road to his demise, beaten, bearing the burden of the cross to be crucified, two nails in his hands, one in his feet. It is finished, sky black, death face defeat. One, two, three. He ain't down for the count because he rose. He rose, eyebrows of questions as the stone of his tomb was removed only to find scraps of linen. He rose like a tidal wave of grace beating at the shores of our hearts to wash away our sins. He rose like a beautiful springtime flower pollinated by honeybees. So wake up and smell the roses of our hero because he rose. He rose for salvation of those who shall repent and believe. And that... That is love. Grace and peace. When I found you, I found somebody who cares. When I found you, found my most intimate prayer. Hello, it's Jessica. And yes, I've been away and I have missed you. It's been perhaps the most challenging time in many of our lives. And I just wanted to really remind you about just how much Jesus loves you. He loves us so much, you know, and I want the joy of the Lord to be our strength during this season. I want you to stand strong because he said in Romans 8, 38 to 39, that he will never leave you, nor will he forsake you, and that nothing can ever separate us from his love. You know, I hope you enjoyed my love collection of spoken word by Just Amanda with my own poem, When I Think About the Goodness, and closing with spoken word by Sir Thomas, and finally with the wonderful Cece and B.B. Wynan, I found love. 
today I have a love gift for you. Go to www.poetry-health.com and download your free copy of my love book containing a hundred quotes on love. Stay blessed. A big shout out to DJ Val of the Gospel Soul Food Show. It's Jessica. Till the next time, be inspired. As always, we, uh, we've got to say thank you to Elder Jessica and go check out that free gift, man. I keep forgetting there's a free gift this week. Let's do a little bit of Victoria Tunde. God, I look to you. I think uh, not too long after that, Mr. Alistair V will be joining us. So uh, watch this space. <laughs>
Alright, it is time for none other than Mr. Alistair V. Let me see if he is on the line. Mr. Alistair V, are you there, sir? Yes, I am. Oh, great morning going out there to you, son. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. We had some fun and games on the stream this morning, you know. For, oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know what happened. I, 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 I scheduled a repeat show. Not for the same time as this, because obviously it's a live show, right? I wouldn't schedule it at the yeah. same time. And, um, yeah, there was a different show running on Facebook. Um, it was running on YouTube, but YouTube gave me the opportunity to, to be able to stop it. And then I was able to start another stream. And then there were two streams. Go- it was weird. There was two streams going on YouTube. There was another one going on Facebook. I went, oh, my God. So um, for the first time ever, I think we we're only really live on YouTube today. Okay. Yeah, so make a note that might well be a quick question when we get to to the anniversary show in September. So you never know. Mm. But uh, yeah, so how have you been? What's what's been happening with you, sir? Uh, Nothing much really. Mm -hmm. School. Oh yes, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. How's that been? Getting back again? Okay, this week. Yeah, has been. Yeah. Okay. All right, brilliant. Well, without further ado, don't let me waste any more of your precious time. Please go ahead, introduce yourself, and you can launch into your topic for today. Uh, okay. Um, my name is Alistair V, which is short for Alistair Valentine, which is also short for Alistair Valentine Padrioni, which is also short for many other middle names. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when you say that many other middle names it's almost like oh my god it's all these names I've got to try and remember but um, they're all lovely names really you got your granddad's name you, your grandma gave you a name as well you know um, your mum's mum too so yeah lovely names yeah uh, <laughs> just a lot of that just a lot yeah you're Nigerian it happens you know mine, mine couldn't even fit on my birth certificate so there's like you know so it's almost like you have to have an appendix, so yeah, okay. it happens. But yeah, go for it. Um, okay, so wait. Um, so I wanted to talk about, um, well, COVID nineteen. You know, the pandemic we've been through. Well, we've been in for what almost a year. Mm, probably over that now, really. Isn't it? If you yeah. think about it, yeah been a long time yeah um, come on what have you got sounds interesting there's some good news mm. um it says that covid19 cases in england have dropped by 40 percent in one week oh that's a huge drop isn't it mm-hmm. okay and considering is- they were already on a decline so yeah. that's probably like maybe they've got negative cases, people just getting well and coming out of the hospital now. Um, I think mm, I don't think so. I think mm. maybe it's um, well, actually, yeah, you actually you might be correct on that one. Mm-hmm. So this information is from the um, Office of National Statistics. Okay. Um, the number of people estimated to have COVID-19 in England has dropped by 40% in one week, according to new figures 
prompting hopes that the government's roadmap for lifting restrictions remains on target. Data from the um, Office of National Statistics, ONS, showed an estimated 54,200,000 people um, living in private houses were likely to be tested positive for coronavirus, you know, in the week of the 24th of April. Mm-hmm. So down from um, 9, 90,000 in the previous week. Okay. This means this means about one in 1,010 people in private households in England had COVID-19 in the week of the 24th of April. And that is down, uh, down from one hundred. Sorry, one in six hundred and ten. So that was the highest. Um, yeah. So that was, I think, the week before. That it was one in um, six hundred and ten people mm. had COVID nineteen. Okay. So. That is interesting. And I don't know if you know this, I'm asking you like you're the expert, but would that include, because you know there was this thing about the um, the South African variant taking, uh, you know, um, seemed to be growing within, in and around kind of like uh, South London, the Lambeth area. Is there anything in your report about that? Um, I don't think so. This is just, this is, I've just gone with... Um, the whole of England. Okay. Right. So I think uh, I don't think in my report I didn't write anything out about about that. Okay. London specifically. Mm. So I mean, in, so judging by what's been said, we are looking mm-hmm. like we're going to hit that um, the the government windows or the government targets that have been set out, right? Yeah. Mm, that's really convenient now, isn't it? That all of a sudden we're now going to hit the hit the targets because last year when they were when when they thought they were going to hit all the targets, nothing seemed to have happened. But this year seems, you know, that all of a sudden they seem to now have it in 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 control. So, uh, hmm. did they say any factors? Well, we we know the factor that they're going to say causes that. I'll, I'll read. I'll I'll just read. Um the rest of it and I think I, I wrote a few factors down alright okay yeah yeah go for that yeah 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 mm-hmm. um, so um, this means okay so commenting on the findings Paul Hunter from the sorry Paul Hunter professor in medicine from the University of East Anglia said that the results were particularly important as this week would have been the first to show the effect of the 12th of April relaxation of restrictions. Okay. Um, that there is in fact no evidence of an increased transmission risk um, is reassuring mm-hmm. that for the time being, at least it looks like the current roadmap is still on target. Um, however, Roland um, KL, Professor um of data science in the U- University of Edinburgh warned that the survey did not yet provide us with more information about the recent changing changes in restrictions are doing, even though even though the continued decline in cases is was good news, 
the ONS found that rates have decreased in those aged between um, between two and the school year eleven, and um, and in those aged age thirty five and over, but the trend was uncertain for those who aged from uh, school years age twelve to thirty five. So that's like your, if I'm correct, seventeen and eighteen year olds. So, so what are they saying that there? It's not proven that there's the transmission so, is going down, or what are they say? No, it is in hmm. certain age groups, but not all age groups. Oh, so okay. between seven, so I think year twelve is seventeen to eighteen. So ages 17 to 18 all the way up to 35. Yeah. It's not certain. But oh. ages between, um, I think, year two and year 11, it's certain the decline is going down. It's okay. going down. Yeah. I guess, as you know, I, 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 you know, as I said, with this whole pandemic thing, Auntie Avril said good morning to you, by the way. Good morning. Um, with this whole um, with this whole thing, I guess a lot of it is that you just have to wait and see how how things really plan out. I'm I personally am a little bit dubious about the reporting. I'm a bit dubious about the numbers and the, the statistics as well. Um, I was talking to somebody. Um, obviously, I can't say who it was, but they work in the uh, in the healthcare. Um, uh, in the healthcare world, and especially initially, um, you know, there were a lot of cases that were attributed to COVID that weren't COVID cases at all. A lot of deaths, sorry, that were attributed to COVID, that they weren't COVID cases, but it was easier for them to wrap up the books and say that they were COVID cases, um, uh, especially amongst the elderly, I think, with this whole do not resuscitate thing that went out um and i i think if i'm right to say that you don't know this but it's funny i had this conversation as i said with somebody that works particularly within you know within works in a hospital that covers older people and what they were doing um from what she said which is i guess you could say it's hearsay but you know it's somebody that i i know has no reason to make up stories so when the whole dnr thing came out that when um, especially when the older people are down there and oh it's COVID and um, yeah, yeah 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 you know just bury them and, and, and you know get them out of the way and um, then the, the families are now coming back and demanding to see evidence to say whether or not that was the case whether or not they got sick with COVID and stuff like that as well so I, I'm just a little bit dubious about how they do all the reporting it just seems it seems it seems like it's been massaged quite a bit it seems like they've manipulated the numbers to uh create a bit more um i think a, a lot more fear than what was don't get me wrong you need to be you know covid is a real thing you know we, we we can't you know take away from that but i think in in some of the lapse ways that things were were done everything seems to be you know covered under covid i think they said if you caught covid someone might be able to correct me on this if there's anybody out there but I think at one point last year they were saying if you caught COVID, say you caught COVID in April last year, right? And you recovered, but
but then you died maybe of a heart attack. They were then recording that death as it being COVID. So, I don't know. So well, um, mm. what the, the ONS doesn't um, work um, for the government. It's an independent like body. It, mm. it, all it does is just record all these things that happen. So they do take in consideration these things. Oh, okay, all right. Well, if they're picking out what's happening, but I'm just saying if the hospital tells them these, you know, 100 people have died today of, of COVID, I don't think they're going back to actually check and find out whether or not in the, like in a post, you get what I mean, in a post-mortem to say, actually, oh, that person didn't die of COVID. They died of something else. So the, the, uh, they, they can only go based on the information that they receive. So... Okay. Um, overall, people testing positive has decreased in all regions of England except for Yorkshire and the Humber in eastern um, England, where the trend was uncertain. Meanwhile, about one in every 1,570 people in Wales uh, were estimated to have covid in the week of the 24th of April, uh, down from one in 800 in the previous week. The estimate in Northern Ireland was about one in 904 people, uh, down from 660 in the previous week, while the estimate for for Scotland was about 600 down from one in 560. The figures came after Professor Tim Spector, um, an epidemiologist at King's College London, said that the UK was on track to reach the um, herd immunity this year, referring to the data from the COVID symptom study, which he runs. He told Sky News, it was like a moment that we had passed that we were past the pandemic period and we are moving into what we call the endemic period where we get low levels of infection and occasional outbreaks, but we don't spread to the rest of the population and the general risk is low. Mm. He added that people in regions of low infection who have been vaccinated should be much more relaxed and less stressed out now. Mm. Mm. Sorry, I was just reading something Mr. Vimmel said before he said he's off to his capoeira class. Um, <laughs> he, he, he was saying that um, this is a game changer and this can affect life insurance claims. I think it must have been something that we were saying a little bit earlier on. And then when, when they said the age groups, when they weren't too sure about the age groups, um, whether or not there was an effect in those age groups. He, he said between that age, those are the people that tend to go out. They're the socialites. So they're kind of like all over the place. So, um, you know, once I guess you get to like 17, 18, you're out and, you know, up until your 30s and, you know, some people 40s, even 50s out uh, clubbing and doing stuff. But, you know, I, I mean, it, 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 you know, everything that you said, I said it, it, it all remains 
um, to be seen. They they mentioned herd immunity last year as well, but looks like now, um, you know, we're going to get there with the uh, support of these vaccines that are out there at the moment. So uh, yeah. Anyway, if anyone's got any comments about that, please feel free to uh, message in the chat. We're only live in uh, in YouTube today, so you can pop your message in the chat. Alternatively, you can hit me on the oh-so-secret WhatsApp number, plus four four seven nine six zero two one nine three double six, and we will uh, take your messages. If you don't want to uh, put it in there, you might want to give us an anonymous message. So, um, yeah, no problemo. Okay, is that it for the uh, COVID-19 review? Uh, yeah. Mm. How about your friend? Um, is it Dominic Cummings? Isn't he getting himself into a whole load of trouble recently? Uh, I I don't know at this point. I think to that whole the whole Dominic Cummings situation yeah. is very long winded. Okay. Because like I was reading on it and I thought about talking about it, but it doesn't really correlate with him because it's just all broad speculation they don't know it's actually him okay all right well, he just seems to have got himself in the in the papers all of a sudden and uh this whole thing about the prime minister's house and his renovations and who did the renovations and mm-hmm. whether or not he got the latest dyson hoover to help him clean up his house or not for one of the word but anyway all right so we digress what else have you got i know you got something else what else have you got um, I wanted to talk about UK holidays. Oh, that's that's a very good one, actually. Yeah, what have you got about UK holidays? Um, so, um, holidays um, in the UK are back on, but there are still some limits on uh, where you can stay and who with. So, the first question, obviously... Where <laughs> wait, 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 in? sorry. <laughs> Just go, who you can stay and who with. Some people might find that quite advantageous, you know. They want to stay with the, with the members of their family. Sorry, go on. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, so, the first question, uh, where can you travel in the UK? Uh, if you live in the UK... If you live in England, Scotland and Wales, you are free to travel anywhere in those countries. Whoever any... Sorry, however, anyone planning to visit a Scottish island is encouraged to take two lateral flow tests beforehand. Uh, travel in and out of Northern Ireland is currently limited to essential reasons. And um, if you do travel there and you plan to remain there for at least 24 hours, you're advised to self-isolate for 10 days. Wow. That's Northern Ireland? Yes. Oh, dear. Okay. All right. Not that I was planning to go there, but yeah, go on. And then, uh, can I stay in a holiday home or hotel? Um, in England, all self-contained accommodation, including hotels, uh, ho- sorry, holiday homes, uh, caravans, uh, and boats, uh, can open. Uh, it must only be used by a single household or bubble. The government will uh, make an announcement one week before uh, restrictions could be um, eased. Uh, it's hopes. Uh, it is hopes hotels, uh, hostels, uh, and BMBs can reopen uh, from the seventeenth of May. Six people uh, from multiple households or any uh, number of two households can stay together if COVID targets are met. Mm. 
And then in Wales, self-contained holiday and accommodation can open uh, for use of a single household or support bubble. What do they mean, self-contained? What does that mean? Um, I assume something that isn't an open-air thing. I just wonder when it's like self-contained, self-contained, self-contained. I want it because if hotels can't open, what are they saying can open then? Um, well, I don't know. It was, it was just a thought. You don't have to. I mean, I'm, I, you know me. While you're talking, I'm thinking. Yeah. I just, I, I just thought, you know, self-contained, self-contained. So if I went away on oh, holiday, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, yeah, self-contained um, accommodation is including holiday homes, caravans, and boats. So something where there aren't like. Oh. You're not mixing with other people yeah. in that space. All right, okay, cool, got it. And then hotels, B&B, hostels, uh, and hostels can open if they have an um, ensuite and a provided and provide room service. Campsites can open but must keep uh, shared facilities and communal areas closed. Um, from the third of May, people can extend households. Again, allowing uh, two or more households to stay overnight. Uh, this is in uh, Wales. And then Scotland, uh, all of um, all of Scotland is currently on COVID protection level three. Hotels, BMBs, self-catering, um, caravan and camping sites are still open. Different households must be must not share holiday accommodation. It is hoped that the country will move um, into COVID protection level three in the 17th of May. If so, four uh, people from two households will be able to uh, holiday in a self-catering accommodation. You still won't be able to share a hotel room with somebody you don't live with. And then Northern Ireland, uh, ho- sorry, hotels, guest houses, BMPs, hotels, Sorry, hostels, caravan sites, self-catering accommodation can open in, uh, sorry, can open for North Island residents. Uh, different households must not share holiday uh, accommodation. People from outside Northern Ireland should not travel there for holiday. Mm. Okay. So in, in essence, and, and Auntie Avril actually, you know, bit guys it's like you know where you have those places where you have communal places so yeah. like if you've got like a, a a restaurant or that kind of thing so they're saying basically no 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 places like that but if it's like um you know like you quite see you said caravans and the, the, like cottages or if you've got like maybe an airbnb that might be allowed as well because it's only you that would be in the house i'm guessing yeah. so you know if it, it you know and there's not the Airbnb that you, you, you've you only B&B'd one room in, you know, three or four. It's like you probably have to take over the whole whole property. I, I don't know if you can Airbnb one room in the, in a property, but yeah. Um, okay, so at least that's good to know then. So is there anything about international travel then? Or, uh, yeah, or, actually, um, or we just have to stay in England? <laughs> no, that's my next part. So where can you go on holiday abroad? Uh, foreign holidays are currently banned and um, returning travellers have to quarantine. However, the Transport Secretary Grant, uh, Grant Shapps uh, says that the government hopes to let people uh, uh, travel abroad soon. Hmm. 
and then um, there's like a whole. Um, so when can you go on holiday abroad? Yeah. Restrictions will be eased until the 17th of May at earliest, but obviously, um, uh, Transport Secretary Darren, sorry, Grant Schatz, uh says that people could start thinking about foreign travel. At the moment, people in England face a 5,000 fine for having a holiday abroad. If they want to leave the UK, they must fill a travel declaration form stating a valid reason. Um, then there's this traffic light system that's um, going to be announced. Mm. So the question is, when will the when that when will there be a green list of countries um, announced? A traffic light system with the rules is being introduced. Countries will be classed as green, amber, or red. Uh, green having the fewest restrictions, red having the most. The government has said it has set. Um, said it will set out by early May um, how countries will be categorised. Uh, this will be kept under review. Um, what uh, are the rules for green and red countries? Green countries, no isolation or quarantine will be needed, but um, but you will need to take um, a PCR test before you return to the UK mm. um, and after arrival. Um, the consumer group, which uh, which estimates a private test could cost up to um, two, uh, well, sorry, one hundred and twenty pounds per person. Uh, there will be a green watch list to give people notice of countries that um, they're about to move to amber and red and green. Mm. So. I- well, I, I, you know, Auntie Avril said, you know, that, that COVID has allowed the government to have a lot more of our information, um, which, <laughs> you know, that, that that that's always a goal of every government. They always want to have way too much more than what they should have on you anyway. You know, there's not, you know, it's companies that try to protect your, your privacy, believe it or not, but government wants to know everything if they can. So that I, I guess that's another... Um, um that's another thing and then the other thing that i wanted to say was this whole ripoff with this whole you know you taking covid private covid tests so we know that ba um ba has now said that they won't accept nhs tests so you have to do a private test and now all these tests you know they're hundreds of pounds as you quite rightly said some are more some are less you know, some countries want you to do lateral flow. Some want you to do the PCP or whatever they call. Um, so many different things in there. So, but yeah, anyway, I, I just thought I'd throw that out there because um, I, I think a couple of weeks ago I saw, you know, government saying that a private test shouldn't cost more than £50. You know, mm. so there, there's companies that are again exploiting this situation and, and, and this, you know, the, you know, the pandemic. You know, but you basically, you know, so, you know, you pay £500 for your ticket, then you pay £300 because you need to get a COVID test. And then you've got to pay another £300 when you come back, which is even more than the cost of you actually going to where you're going to go. Do you see what I mean? It just seems a little bit. It's, yeah. It's 120. It's 120. But uh, some some places are more. I know people that have paid £300. Mm-hmm. You know, private, I, I guess that there's private places 
you know that are you know that that do that you can't regulate the price you know if it's me and my product and i say well i've got the test kits i'll do a test for you um i guess well they've, they've got to be you know government registered it's for, for the test to be valid but you know you you know they can charge whatever they feel you know you walk in there and say oh i'm i'm going away to you know in, in tomorrow <laughs> i need it back quick they say yeah express so we, you know we ch chuck an extra hundred pounds on so i think um yeah that's been a little bit unfair i think to a, a lot of people that are traveling i do understand the need but um i, I think airlines and well it, it's not even the airlines that make the money it's this whole thing to make it seem as if you've done you know the best thing that you possibly can and you know what ultimately and uh, well, i won't say that so i think that would be that would be a little bit misleading but anyway um huh? okay um so somebody just so, asked, right? Well, hold on. Someone just asked. He said, what about if you had your shot? So I think you still have to do the test, even if you've had your, even if you've had your shots. I know there's this whole thing about the, the in quotes, COVID passports and stuff like that. But I still think they're requiring people, regardless of whether or not you've had the shots for you to go. Because... You know, as, as as much as they say, you know, the, the shots are really great, but you can still catch, you know, you can still catch COVID even though you've had, um, you know, you've had the you've had the shots. So, you know, it, it, it's not a hundred percent foolproof. I don't think any vaccine is really, but um, yeah, cool. All right, thanks, Janine. Janine's, um, uh, sorry, G G Ann, is it G Ann? Janine, G Ann. Jan, Jan, Janine Richards. She's in Holland, I think. So that's going out there to Jean, if I said it right. Um, Go on. What else? Tell me more. With, with um, vaccine passports, they're a bit um, uncertain. That's what um, the transport um, secretary has said. Yeah. I, I, I don't like the sound of those, to be honest. I, I think that, that the... Your, your, the that that just opens the door to so many other protectionist uh, so many other restrictive practices as well you know you can't leave if i pay for my ticket and you know all right make me have the test if you if you want to make me have the test but you can't say i i can't travel because i've not had um covid shots or or stuff like that i think that's just you know I think that's just not really all right if i'm negative why why you know if if i'm negative why do i have to have had the covid uh thing um the the covid inoculation or what is it covid jab um you know and i'm negative anyway so i go to the airport i'm negative i go to my country that i want to go to i'm negative i come back and i'm negative why are you forcing me to have a, a thing you know anyway sorry go on um so then the next part is um in amber accessories you need to take a, a COVID test before returning to the UK. Uh, you will have to self-isolate at home for 10 days and pay for a PCR COVID uh, test on day days two and eight. Uh, there will be an option to pay uh, for a test on day five uh, under the test to release scheme uh, to end self-isolation early. Um, red countries. Um, this category will be based on the current uh, red list of countries 
where there is thought to be a particular risk of COVID. Uh, you can only enter the UK from one of these countries if if you are uh, a UK or um, Irish uh, national or a UK resident. Uh, you have to agree to uh, a pre-departure um, testing, uh, pay for a 10-day hotel quarantine and take PCR tests on days two and eight. Uh, countries can be added to the list with uh, short notice. Okay. Have you got the list of countries that are green by any chance? Uh, no, because they have not announced to them yet. No, they've got some green places. Well, they've got some red places, right? Yeah, that's the red list. Oh, oh, okay. They've got the red they, list. They haven't released the traffic light scheme. They've just highlighted it yet. Oh, okay. Because because um, Jeanne, she's in in Holland, and she said she's coming back to the UK, and she wondered whether or not there be um, if there's any restrictions around her moving um, from from driving from Holland back into the UK. Um, there should depends um, if Holland is on the red list and if so um, I, I, I don't remember it being on the red but then again yeah so um, Gian rather than us give you information that may well be um, not a hundred percent accurate. I guess you would just need to go to the uh, go to the government website and just see whether or not Holland is on the um, red list. If it's not on the red list, then you can travel in. So, if it's not on the red, do you still need to do all the, those other precautions? Then, will you still need? No, you don't need to self isolate. You have to do a test when you come back, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, at some point. Wow. Okay. You. You. So. Yeah. Uh, bottom line is, you'll need to do a test coming into the country. You may well be required to do one before as well. I'm pretty much sure that would be the case. One before you leave, and at some point you're going to be asked to do one. Um, but I think they may not ask you to isolate. I think that's the only difference with with the. I. I. I don't know. I. I don't know. I don't want to say anything. That I, I'm not. Um. I'm, I'm not correct. Um, I haven't really brushed up on that. I don't know if you can have a look while um, while we're talking there, but I haven't really brushed up on that. But I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, about the isolation thing. So do you have to isolate when you come back? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, yeah, you have to isolate, but you have to isolate at home, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you will need to isolate because... Um, Pastor James, who's, who's coming on to talk about God's Connect next week, he said he came in from America, which is obviously not on the red list. Um, and he came in and he had to, they, they, they were asking him to isolate. I don't know how long for, but yeah, you can isolate at home. You don't have to go to one of those uh, hotels that they say is like a thousand pounds for your 14 days. But I'll say this because he said this to me and I don't know how they managed to do it. He said that they were calling him every day to make sure that he was home. So he flew in from yeah. America and um, he was getting phone calls, apparently, checking to make sure that he's home. So, you know, I was wondering, one, you know, you're coming from America, so your phone's not going to be on because you're going to be paying American, you know, the uh, international data rate. I don't think they'd have permission to call you via WhatsApp. That's a little bit cheeky because WhatsApp is a personal messaging service. It's not for, 
you know, governments yeah. to be, yeah, I just WhatsApp yeah. the person yeah. and send them they a voice note. So they must have been them. calling the, the home address that he gave where he was yeah. staying. That, that must be what they were doing. They were calling the home address. So, yeah, Jian, they would, um, uh, the, yeah, so you come into the UK, um, but they may well, he's the only person I've heard to say this, they may well call you to see if you're actually there. So just bear that in mind if you have to isolate for a while. So, yeah, cool. Oh, hold on. Auntie um, Thingy Bob said something as well. Uh, Auntie Avril said, best uh, best not to rush into anything out of fear or pressure. I think she was saying about um, uh, running to take um, vaccines and all that kind of stuff as well. Um you know, yeah, if you want to take it, uh, I'm not saying to anybody, don't take it. That's entirely up to you. Um, but you shouldn't feel pressured into doing it. You know, if, um, you know, if if at the end of the day, you know, you're you're ready, but, you know, you're not re you're, you're not ready to do it, then don't don't feel pressured, you know, um, especially if you're going away. Don't feel pressured that you have to do it. Take your time. Think about what you're doing and um, make make a, an uh make a sensible choice cool what else have you got or is that it um i just wanted to read out what um other countries have said about um holidays okay all right is it a lot uh, no okay all right no i'm just checking because you know it's coming up to half past so i just want to make sure that you you're good for yeah. your time mm -hmm. um so spain hopes to open um up from june but plans um depend on EU-wide digital green certificate. That's, um, that's, the, that's the passport. That's the vaccine passport. Um, mm. Go on, keep going. Yeah, it is. Or actually, um, you've received a negative test, record, uh, test result or you've recovered from COVID-19. Okay. So it isn't a vaccine card but if you have been vaccinated you do you can get one if you have a negative covid test you can get one and if you're recovering from covid-19 okay yeah. um so um france um says that it's um that tourists with a french covid-19 health pass um will be allowed in from the 9th of June. Uh, Greece's tourism minister tweeted that tourism will reopen in the 14th of May, but will have five security levels. Portugal and Cyprus hope uh, to welcome UK tourists from mid-May. Mm. And those are all um, really big UK destinations. France yeah. and Spain, um, Cyprus and all those kind of places. So yeah, all right, cool. And then the last thing I have is um, when will um, other restrictions be eased? Um, England won't move to step four of the government's roadmap on, uh, until at least uh, June, sorry, the 21st of June. Then it hopes that all legal limits on social contact will be removed. A review of social distancing and other COVID measures uh, must report first. Uh, Scotland hopes Scotland hopes uh, to move COVID protection level one, 
uh, from the 7th of June and then uh, level zero from uh, late June. Uh, COVID rules in Wales and Northern Ireland are due to be reviewed um, next on the 13th of May. Okay. Um, yeah, so, so so I was just reading Auntie Avril's comment. She was talking about the um, about the masks, about our masks. So I, I think if I'm not wrong, that's where yeah. the the need to wear the mask um, in June would be removed. If yeah. yeah, yeah, if I'm not wrong. So but that way all the social distancing and all the other elements that go around that will you mm-hmm. know will obviously be removed. I really hate the idea of the mask. I'm just saying that now. I think it's just uh, you know, I I just don't really like it. But um yeah, but you don't um if all things go well then you'll get to a point of uh you won't need to wear masks. Talking of masks, just really quickly, um Apple released an update to uh to uh, iOS, iOS fourteen point five that now allows you to open your phone if you have an Apple Watch, you can open your phone with a mask on. So, you know, normally Face ID would say, eh, eh, you know, but now if you've got an Apple Watch and um, uh, your, your mask on, um, it realizes that, you know, you are, you are, because your watch will authenticate you. So it will then open your phone. So that's been a bit of a, a nuisance to people that you always have to keep entering your, your, um, your security code. However, for purchases, you still need to enter in your security code. It won't allow you to do your um, Apple Pay purchases or... Um, uh, use your touch and go thing on the phone. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought I'd add that in there. So Pauline Clark said, "I don't think I will be travelling for a while." <laughs> you know, it, it it does make you feel like you don't really want to do it, right? I, you know, you lift all this, but you still got to pay all these hundreds of pounds to have a, you know, to have a test, which you know is a little bit discouraging for me. But anyway, um, Auntie Avril went on and said, "I'll be wearing my mask for some time." I paid too much <laughs> so even afterwards she says she's already got her mask so even when they say restrictions is it you don't need to wear a mask since she's paid for them she says she's still going to be wearing them <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, i love my mask new look she says i like getting my money's worth i don't blame you she says hi to pauline as well i don't blame you you know and if they do lift the restrictions right around june there's a lot of people with masks you know, everybody got you know you got them all over the place. So what are you supposed to do with them? Not wear them anymore and stuff. I think there's still people that will still choose to wear them, just to be you know. Yeah. Yeah, not me. Can't wait. Anyway, is that it? Anything else? Uh, yeah, that is all. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you said no. That's it. I've got more. All right. Cool. Well, well done. That was. Um, good so uh yeah i think good timing with the holiday thing as well people will probably be thinking about going away on holiday lots of things to consider when you're going across borders even within the uk so uh please make sure that you check the necessary government websites get the right advice um don't get caught out by doing one test um and then thinking that that test is all right some places want lateral flow some want the pcr test is it pcr yeah yeah pcr test we used to say that in in Pret actually, and it was it meant something completely different. Um, yeah, some places want the PCR test. Um, uh, so you know, make sure that you know before you go, you check you've got the right kind of test. The other advice I give as well to anybody planning to travel: make sure that they have a good refund policy as well, a good refund 
um, and return policy. I know a lot of the airlines and the travel agents and stuff like that do. But remember, you know, you might be in the UK and it might be a smaller business. But have a look in the small print to make sure if anything suddenly changes, you're not kind of like stuck with, you know, they say, oh, you can have a credit and you can't get there because something else might change. I'm not speaking negatively. I'm just saying that it's worth looking at how these things are you know i heard of a story of somebody who booked a ticket and the flight was booked and um they did get their money back but the airline said now nah, we're not flying there anymore they just cancelled the flight they just said yeah we're cancelling the flight so they did get their money back but you know especially if you're flying to maybe places that are a bit more at risk i mean if you think about what's happening in india at the moment you know um you know we, our thoughts and prayers go out to the people in in india and saint vincent and the grenadines these are all areas that you know um, are, are are difficult places to go to because, you know, there are health concerns in India. There was the volcano in St. Vincent and the Grenadines as well. So, you know, just make sure that you do, you know, normally where you'd normally go to these websites, like, you know, I don't want to mention any because we're not sponsored by them yet. But, you know, you go there and you do all this click, 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 and you just run off and you think, yeah, I've got myself a lovely holiday. Make sure you check what the government um, uh, guidelines are for you getting in and getting out. And remember... If things change while you're away, then yeah. All right. So that's it. That's my two pence worth anyway. Great morning to uh, Naomi. God bless you. Uh, so yeah, you better do your um, your 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 long list of goodbyes, right? Okay. Or your shout out. Sorry, go on. Yes. So I'll give a shout out to my mum. Give a shout out to my sister, Christine. I'll give a shout out to my, um, my aunt, aunt Jenny, aunt Dian, and Chichu. I'll go shout out to my um, cousins, um, Malaika, Michaela, Matilda, and Ella. I'll give a shout out to my other cousins, Elijah and Elise. I'll give a shout out to my aunts on my dad's side, Auntie Olivia, Auntie Sonia, and Auntie Elizabeth. I'll give a shout out to my uh, cousins, Nathan, Faye, Joshua, uh, Sean, and Kiara. I'll give a shout out to my grandparents in the UK. I'll give a shout out to my grandparents in Nigeria. I'll give a shout out to um, my uh, my sister Chevelle, I'll give a shout out to my nephew um, Inisha and my uh, niece Lanaya. Oh, is that it? Oh, okay, and I'll give a shout out to my dad. That's excellent. Thank you so much for the shout out, son. You're welcome. <laughs> it's always nice when I get a shout out on the list as well. You know, uh, I see you run through this great big laundry list of, of people to to hail out, and then it's like, oh, what happened to my dad, man? <laughs> oh dear. Listen, thank you so much, indeed, son. It was a it was a pleasure you running over there. So, um, as I said, you know, just check, make sure you know what's happening. Um, was that people acquiesce without understanding the log logic? Oh, acquiesce that's a that's a nice word, but I don't know what it means. Do you know what acquiesce means? Um, I've heard it before, yeah, I have as well. But I kind of get it in which context that it, um, Naomi said it, but it's is it agree acquiesce? Is that to agree to something? Um I feel it feels like you just agree. Anyway, that's all right. There's your oh, word for the day. I, I looked it up. I looked it up. What was that then? Um, to accept something reluctantly without protest. Oh, there you go. So, yep, accepting things without protest. The uh, Sankors have jumped on as well. You better say hi going out there to them. Yes. I'll give a shout out to the um, Sankors. 
I'll give a shout out to um, Uncle Tamba and uh, Auntie Teresa. I'll give a shout out to Joel and Timothy and DDSS. <laughs> you know, she loves that name, you know. Shout out to mm-hmm. DDSS. Yeah, she loves that name. So, yeah, they'll be very, very happy. So, uh, yeah, Uncle Tamba is away at the moment. He's in Sierra Leone. Um, but uh, he did message me. So, uh, yeah, shout going out there to you guys. Hopefully see you guys on uh, Sunday. So, uh, yeah, yeah, all right. Let me leave you to uh, sort yourself out. And, um, yeah, I will see you later, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah? All right, son. Take care. Say hi to your mum for me. All right. Bye. 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 I got in trouble for playing this track too soon, by the way. Beautiful track by Little Miss Ray Ray. Track called Serenity. I I had it, right? They send it. They always send me music. So shout out to all the HFP team, right? Before I get into what I need to get into. They always send me great music, right? And I get, oh, I'm going to play that. And then I don't read the email. So that's my thing. I don't read the email. I don't, I don't, I don't read the email. Um, so, oh, it's Uncle Tamba listening from Sierra Leone. Sorry, I thought it was the kids on your on your phone or something like that. All right, shouts going out there to you, sir. God bless you, my brother. Um, yeah, and I, I don't read the email. I just play the music. And then they always go, oh, excuse me, boss, would you mind not playing that? Just yet? We said we're releasing it tomorrow. It's like, oh, okay, right. But I tell you what, let's do this. If somebody's out there and they don't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, I would love to uh, introduce him to you. Why is that important? Because you woke up this morning, maybe you had a coffee, maybe you even got out for a run, gone for a jog, done some exercising, maybe watched a little bit of TV, jumped onto the Soul Food Show, and nobody has given you the opportunity to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And I find that morally irreprehensible. You, this is another long word, isn't it? <laughs> um, I find that morally irreprehensible. You need to have that opportunity to say yes or no to Jesus. All right. And here is your chance for this day, right? That the Lord has made that we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Here is your opportunity for you to accept Jesus. Two benefits of of, of knowing Christ, big ones, these are overarching ones. One, you guarantee that you're going to make heaven. I know that the uh, media has told you that if you uh, continue to donate to charity, you continue to do sponsored walks, you continue to be kind to old ladies, uh, you uh, you know you you show kindness to people and love and have all the, that. That's beautiful, and we want you to continue with that. But you must understand that there is somebody that made the heavens and the earth, and somebody that died that allowed you to be able to be here doing all this great stuff. And his name is Jesus, right? Um, and unless you accept him and understand that he's the only way that you can make heaven you're not going to get there that's the hard truth so okay so we're going to pray and we're going to allow you to accept jesus into your heart you you can or you can't it's it's binary it's yes or no one or two or zero and one you you know you you don't have to but you know if you want to make heaven that's great the other thing is you know once you've done that then we will then you know at rack city church we want to allow you to grow and develop as a believer so you can also be victorious on the earth so some of the challenges that you're having are of a spiritual nature right that can be dealt with but you need to know what the bible says about that you need to be filled with the holy spirit so that's why the uh, rack city church bit comes in to make you victorious on the earth so let's pray and then um i'll tell you where you can uh where you can get all the support that you need. So uh, if you're out there, just uh, repeat after me. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for me. I believe that you are the son of God and that you died and rose again to remove all of my sin 
past, present and future. I was a sinner, but now I want to be born again. Lord, send your Holy Spirit into my heart to help me to stop sinning. I have believed in my heart. I've made a confession out of my mouth. And upon that confession, I am now saved. In Jesus' name, say amen. Welcome, 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 welcome to the family of God. As I said, please go check out uh, Rack City Church's website, www.rackcitychurch.org forward slash new believer, which is you. And a member of the discipleship care team is going to reach out to you and invite you to these wonderful classes that allow you to learn about the Bible, to learn about why you need to be baptized, understand about why, why do you have to be filled with the Holy Spirit? What's the deal with communion? You know, all of that stuff is all going to be answered in those wonderful classes every Thursday. Uh, every Thursday evening I would love to know that you've made that choice and that decision feel free to reach out to me and say DJ Val I'm in DJ Val pray with me DJ Val this is what I'm going through I'd love to know you know uh, especially if you're a new believer hit me on the oh so secret whatsapp number we call it secret but you know seems like everybody knows it but it's still supposed to be secret plus four four seven nine six oh two one nine three double six is the oh so secret whatsapp number you can contact me uh, alternatively you can hit me on um you can hit me on the uh, hit me via email actually at soulfoodoffice at gmail.com hit me on any of the social media channels that all works as well there's so many different ways that you can get in contact with me um, but I'd love to know that you're in I'm an elder at Rex City Church I have a responsibility um, you know not just by my bishop but by God to make sure that you are well and good with your faith walk amen so um, I am super excited that you're in um, and yeah yeah welcome to the family of God I think we haven't got too much time left but here we go I was a little bit worried then. I thought I'd run out of space. Thank you so much indeed to everybody that's jumped on and joined us. We've still got a few more minutes left, so we're good to go. Sounds of the boy called SO. Gotta say great morning going out there to uh, all the Federal Government College Laurie, old boys and old girls. God bless you guys. I bumped into somebody yesterday while I was out as well and I've forgotten her name. Oh, DJ Val, I really like your show. Good, keep it up. So God bless you. Don't, please don't shoot me down and say you should. You should remember who I am. I know you. I've forgotten your name. So that's all it is. So God bless you. Thank you so much, indeed. Yeah, of course, Demi Dial, Sungo Harry. You guys are always on. Auntie Talima, Auntie Oser, Dunkashan. Want to say thank you to everybody who joined us on Catcher Fire Friday. That was absolutely amazing, I'm telling you, man. We definitely bought the fire for this uh, for this bank holiday weekend, right, over here in the UK. It is a bank holiday weekend, so you may well want to be travelling. The roads were absolutely horrendous yesterday. I'm telling you, just trying to get out to uh, get a bite to eat, man. That was terrible. Thank you so much indeed, uh, Lady Hall. Glad that you could be pulled away from your... Uh, from your, uh, I was going to say crownly, it's not, uh, wouldn't be right, your uh, kingly or queenly duties to be here with us uh, this morning on the uh, on the breakfast show alongside Mr. Alistair V. Shouts going out there to Miss Brown, lovely to see you. I will not be acquiescing to anything again. 
That's my watchword now. Acquiesce. I like it's got a nice sound to it, isn't it? I'm not going to be acquiescing. Somebody says anything, I'm, like, I'm not acquiescing. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much indeed. Thank you so much to. In, to uh, I wonder if that's Jan Jan, my Jan Jan. Because I'm saying like Jan, and it, I, I might have got. You know, I'm terrible with names, but it could be my Jan Jan actually. If it's you and we went to uh, Zambia together a couple of years ago, let me know. Because you know, you, you, there's no avatar on the picture, so I'm not sure who it is, but it could be our, our Jan Jan. See, I, I call you Jan Jan, but I, you know, it's probably Jean. Shouts going out to Uncle Tambo all the way from uh, Sierra Leone. God bless you, sir. I want to give shouts going out there to. Uh, I have somebody on on the uh, on the 24-hour streaming solution as well, all the way out there in Malaysia. So, uh, very good morning, or it could be afternoon or evening, going out there to you. Thank you so much indeed. Because we do have a 24-hour streaming solution. V's gone now he was quite impressed with that he goes oh you changed the name thing at the bottom to say my name on it I said we're on this thing called small changes right we have so uh, we're on a 1% challenge I have not done my 1% challenge for the day but uh, if you want to join us then why don't you join us document what you do but the idea is not for you to fix everything straight away but just a 1% increment over a period of time will get you to 100% right but it also makes it more manageable and easier for you to start so uh I started off with a bookshelf that's full of books that I've never read and I never will read, to be honest. So I've been uh, giving that a bit of a tidy up and I'm going to have a bit of a throw out. And it's been really good. I'm looking and thinking, wow, I made good progress and I didn't really feel like it took much out of me, right? Only 1% increments, right? So if you want to be, if you want to join in the 1%, then yeah. Oh, it is you, Jan Jan. Oh, Oh, that's one of my favourite people there, Jan Jan. And that's made me smile. I had no idea it was you. I was going out there to uh, the Kate girl. Tell her I said hi, right? And of course, your uh, other girls as well. is the sounds of Imani Shola track called Gold thank you so much indeed Pauline Clark lovely to have you on board as well remember do check us out on Monday we are back uh, who have I got I've got a guest on Monday as well oh I should quickly run through the guests actually so you know who's coming on next week it's really busy next week I've got to say this Love your 
yeah, the one percent change thing is kind of cool, man. I, I, I'm, I'm sticking to that and I'm doing it. All right, I've got ten minutes left. Let me quickly run through. Uh, no, have a go. Honestly speaking, hold on. Let me take this off. Honestly speaking, t- take this off. I-, I tell you where we- I got it from. I was listening to one of the, you know, one of my uh, creative coaches or that helped with. You're not one of these psycho babble people. No disrespect, but no, he- he's he's a creative content coach, and he was saying that, you know, sometimes we can get frustrated because the mountain looks so big, but all you need to do is just keep chipping away at it. So a one percent gain. Um, it, you know, every day, you know, he used the great analogy he used, he used um, sit-ups. So you want to get healthy and stuff. So he said, okay, so you do one sit-up today and then tomorrow you do two. And then the day after that, you do three. The day after that, you do four. You know, you know, like one, two, three, four, one, two, three. So he said bit by bit, you know, by the time you get to the end of the year, you'll be able to do 300 and something sit-ups, right? Technically speaking, right? If you can keep it up and keep it going. But he said it's just sometimes just doing those small increments that really help. And um, he was saying he got the inspiration from the UK cycling team when they uh, there was a particular guy that took them over that said, look, we're losing all the time, but what we're going to do is we're going to keep making marginal gains. So just a small gain here, you know, so I think he, he did things like change the bike tyres and that put a little bit of a gain on and then he changed their suits and that put a little bit of a gain on and then changed their diet and that. Put, and then when you add all these little marginal things up, it then becomes quite a big significant thing. And, you know, for a while, the UK team, you know, I think Bradley Wiggins and all those guys, you know, they were untouchable in, in, in cycling. So that's where the theory comes from as well. I'm not claiming it as my own, but I've been using it. And um, what I've been doing is documenting what I do as well. So, you know, you, you may have a project, just do 1%. And that 1% can be whatever you feel. It could be one one small bit. You do it, you walk away and get on with your life because there's nothing worse than you spend all day doing something then the other parts of your life begin to fall apart, right? Right. So back to the guests that are coming on now. So on Monday, oh no, that's Mr. Alistair V. He's already had his go. <laughs> on Monday, we're going to have Mr. Emmanuel Briggs. I know it is Bank Holiday Monday, but we will be live on the Soul Food Show Monday, 4 p.m. as always. So uh, that is really great. Uh, let me just quickly move that around because I know that track's going to play. Uh, this is a real good one and that framing is absolutely horrible DJ well come on get it right it's a really good one on the uh, 5th of May I'm going to have Massin and Nandi M Nandi M is from South Africa Massin is uh, all the way from uh, from Zambia actually so uh, yeah so Jean he does know Stevie G as well um, uh, just in case you're wondering, Emmanuel Briggs, he is currently in Canada. So uh, we're going international this week. Then on Tuesday. Now, I don't normally do interviews on Tuesday, but because there's the elections that are taking place, we had our brother Nims uh, come on the show last week. Please watch the interview. Please support where you can. Um, I'm not telling you who you should vote for, but listen to what he's got to say and let's vote for some change. We've got Maureen Martin, who is uh, part of the Christian People's Alliance. She's going to be with us on uh, Tuesday, the 4th of May. I know it didn't follow in order. Please forgive me. But she's coming on uh, again on the Late Lunch Show. So uh, she's going to be talking about what the uh, Christian People's Alliance stands for and uh, how you can support them. And then I said on the Thursday, I've got Pastor James Oyebode. He's a, he's a guy who's designed this really great app called God Connect. You may not have even heard of it, but it's a whole idea where the Christians can come together and collaborate and keep in contact with one another. So um, we're going to be having him on the show. Uh, he's going to be talking about the app, talking about how it came about and everything. So uh, 
All I can say is a pretty, pretty busy week, man. We go into a bit of chop, as they would say. Quite a heavy week. And if I was in F1, I would say push, push, push. Push row, push row. Go for the fastest lap. I, lo- I love F1. I really do. So uh, that's pretty much it, man. But uh, do join us if, if you can next week. I know uh, everybody's back to work and stuff like that as well. But uh, if you can, you know, uh, we are on Facebook, YouTube. We will be on Facebook. Apologies about today. We will be on Facebook, YouTube. And of course, if, if, if you can't do any of that, you just want to listen online. All right. There is if you go over to soulfoodgospel.com, we do have a 24 hour radio station, right? 24 hours. So when I'm not live, you know, there are different shows that come on there. Um, I can tell you, like t- today is, is a brilliant day. I've got Be Inspired with Shoggy Tosh. I've got the Smooth wor- um, uh, smooth Jazz Show, Vanessa Paris Bell. Shouts going out to her. She was on the show last week. Absolutely amazing show with her. Love her, love her, love her, love her. Funny, funny, funny. Um, Down to earth woman of God. Um, uh, so we've got her coming on as well we've got uh, matthew branson happy birthday to matthew branson uh he's out there with the uh, christian chill out uh christian chill out zone uh, christian chill out lounge that's it christian chill out lounge uh be inspired we've got praise party we've got rhythm divine all the guys from salt fm are all on the show today so uh you know if you've uh, maybe got internet issues or maybe you're in work and you don't want them to see you on youtube and stuff like that you can just log in uh look for the 24 7 uh link on the soul food gospel uh page it's about you go down you see 24 7 uh click on that and then it goes straight through to the radio browser so you can listen uninterrupted nobody will know what you're up to sounds of the wonderful joe kia we say congratulations going out there to her she is uh I think she's currently, I I think she's still number one on the American Billboard chart. So that's good news. So I have a go at that 1% thing, right? And uh, we'll check in next week and just, you know, just say what you did, which was your 1% thing, you know? Pick something, do your 1%. That means 7% of it will be gone. You never know. You may well even finish it all. There you go. All right, I've got one more to do, and then I'm going to have to skedaddle. Skedaddle, that's an odd word, isn't it? Skedaddle. (laughs) I've got to leave. I've got to go. Things to do. Going to sign out with this one by Toby A. Track called Worth. So uh, thank you to all my contributors and collaborators. You know, I've got to say, you know, if you do need to stay at home, stay at home. Of course, if you do need to go out, be safe. Uh, But most importantly, don't lose your faith in Christ Jesus. Thank you so much indeed. It's been an absolute blast. Take good care. And we shall see you on Monday. To me, need you to turn back to me, yeah. And I can tell you what you're worth, cause I made you with yeah. my own hands. You should know yeah. you're worth that. Purpose.
this for certain You can tell me you ain't worthy of the dark Even the start I told you that I won't leave you So just don't let those people deceive